What up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Whoa! <laughs> yes, episode number 27. Yo, we just keep going. We just keep going. We ain't stopping, baby. The Ball and Buzz podcast is not stopping. Get on the hype train now before it loses you and get ready to rock and roll. This episode is going to be amazing. You are going to get everything from Clubber D, the Combat G on all of the UFC boxing, all the stuff we have coming up. So get ready for that. But first, you know how we like to start things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Woo, another week, my family. Thank you for coming back. Thank you, thank you for joining me. You know I love y'all. You know I love y'all. And I've hoped y'all had a blessed week. I really do. Uh, So let me kick this off. We're going to talk about a few things before I get you to Clubber D, the combat G for what you really came for. Going to be a hilarious episode as usual. In store. So prepare for that. You know how it, what? What? Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Who's that? Why? Me? Why, why, why did you send me to Florida Omar to watch this thriller pay-per-view? Okay? Not only did some cunt, yes, bleep this out, must talk and scream during the 10 count for 9-11. Say what? They had to kick that, someone yelled out, kick that bitch out. Watch your profanity. Leave all that out. I don't care. Leave it. I don't care. I'm on one tonight. I am on one. It's your boy Clubber D in the place to be. Okay? I'm looking at Trump right now. Trump is in that building. JDS is on commentary with Trump. So is Trump Jr. So is Crying Faces. Crime time rap gang. Bang, bang, bang. So is Jorge Gamebred Masvidal. Probably the worst commentary crew I've ever heard in my life. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? This is low budget. This is basically a UBN, a, a, uh, a BET uncut, Telebundo uncut, anything you can think of that's low budget. This is what this event is, okay? Whoa, 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 my brother. Whoa. Calm it down. Breathe. Woosa. Woosa. My brother, it's all good. Um, we're going to just... Uh, let Clubber D calm down for a little bit. He is uh, clearly heated from when we sent him to Miami, so you'll get the rest of that live update he did later on in the episode. That being said, you're going to get a lot of things today. you also get Clubber D live in London for the Anthony Joshua Alexander Usyk fight. You will get him live in Cleveland for the Tyron Woodley-Jake Paul fight. And you will also, as we had just mentioned, have him live in Miami for that thriller fight between Evander Holyfield and Vitor Belfort a few weeks ago. And so we will entertain you with all of those clips of him live in those locations we sent him to to cover for the Ball and Buds podcast. He is our number one correspondent, Clubber D, the Combat G, your and my combat sports insider, Yezer. We are so thankful for him that he flies all over the world for us. 
And at the end of the episode, you will get, yes, Clubber D's Club Bangers. Been a while since we heard of Club Bangers. His predictions for the big fight tomorrow, Saturday, October the 9th. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder in Las Vegas. We are sending him out there for the fight. He has given us his prediction. And so you will hear that here at the end of the episode as well. And you will get my predictions in my epilogue. So just a couple things before I get you to him that I did want to talk about. Some major things that happened this week. We had the Facebook outage. So WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook all down for six hours. The whole world freaked out. I didn't notice. I don't really use either either of those. The only time I use WhatsApp is to talk to my mom. And uh, the other two I barely use or ever get on. So I didn't notice until I saw that all the commotion. So, you know, I teach digital marketing, as you all know. And so as I tell my students, and as I will tell you right now, y'all got to diversify your channels because, A, your audience, first of all, ain't going to be on every channel anyways. You got to be where your audience is at all times. But on top of that, we don't have control over these platforms. These are not owned channels of ours, right? We don't own those channels. They can go away at any moment, as you saw. Look what happened to MySpace and Vine. So my personal opinion, Facebook is going to go away at some point in the next five years, 10 years. It's going to be like MySpace to us. Say what? So d diversify your channels, my friends. Make sure you are trying to target your audience on all of those channels, advertising to them on all those channels. Because you never know when we can lose these platforms and we don't own these channels. If we lose that platform, boom, just like that, we lose our information. So first party data, very, very important, especially going with the, in this new cookie-less world and all this stuff with the Apple update. We need to be able to get first party data from our customers and our audience. It's the wave of the future, my friends. Trust me, you're a digital marketing expert. That's some good cafe. Anyways, the other big story, the MLB playoffs start today. Actually, Astros and White Sox, Clubber D's favorite team, the White Sox, are playing right now. On the I'm about to go watch the rest of the game, but yes, it started today. So let me tell you what the bracket looks like. After the Red Sox beat the Yankees and after the Dodgers beat the Cardinals, in the AL Division Series, we have the Houston Cheating Astros. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Houston Astros. Fuck them cheaters. That's what you get for being cheaters. Mm -hmm. Oh, we ain't going to let you get over it yet. I, I think y'all should still be getting it. Y'all lucky you have Dusty Baker, one of the most classiest managers ever. He deserves everything he gets because the rest of y'all fools don't deserve nothing. And I hope the White Sox whoop that ass. And, I, and they may be my pick to go the whole way. I haven't decided yet. I have my MLB episode that we are doing this week with Mike Wiebe, or this weekend, actually. So you will hear my predictions next week. But the White Sox are high on my list. And in the other matchup of the AL Division Series, we have the Red Sox versus the Tampa Bay Rays, who always seem to get in there with a bunch of wins, even though they have a low payroll. And in the National League Division Series... After the Dodgers beat the Cardinals, in which what which was a thrilling game, my friends. If you didn't see that game, that game was awesome. Will Taylor hit a two-run. Will Taylor. Chris Taylor hit a, I don't know who Will Taylor is. 
Chris Taylor hit a two-run home run for the Dodgers to win the game in the, in the ninth, and it was awesome. It was awesome. I was about to go to sleep, too, because I was, like, falling asleep on the couch. And I was like, man, the game's 1-1. I'm going to be mad if I go to sleep. I'm glad I stayed up uh, and watched the game because it was good. But I was dozing off on the couch for a second there. I was like, ooh, maybe I need to go to bed. I got work in the morning. I was like, nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. I got to stay up and push through. And I did. I'm happy I did. That being said, the other matchup in the National League, we have the Milwaukee Brewers versus the Atlanta baseball team. Uh, 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 uh. Nope. Denied. <laughs> Fuck the Atlanta baseball team. Go Mets. Anyways, uh, but yeah, we got that. Those are your matchups, y'all. So eight teams left again, since I took so long saying that. Rays, Red Sox, White Sox, Astros, cheating Astros, Giants, Dodgers, Atlanta baseball team, and the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> Anyways. All right, let's go live to London. Say what? Where we sent Clubber D, the combat G, for the Anthony Joshua Usyk fight. Let's check out what, what he had to say when he hit us up live from there. Enjoy the show, my friends. And now, without further ado, he is our comp. Bat Sports Insider, Clubber D, the Combat G. London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down because AJ Soft is cotton. Omar, 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 it's your main man, Clubber D, the Combat G. Cross the pond in the place to be. Yes, I'm still here in London. You know, I was at Tottenham's Huspar uh, Arena, which was amazing for this AJ Usyk fight. You know what I'm saying? I was out there, me, Carl Froch. I was seeing Lennox Lewis, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to call Slick Rick, but you know what I'm saying? He was in America at the time. But, you know, I'm out here with Paddington the Bear and everyone else. We're sitting here watching a fight. <laughs> I was third row from the front, so I appreciate Ball and Bud putting me up in a nice lavish hotel. You know what I'm saying? I stayed in Notting Hill, something light. Uh, stop capping. Uh. But anyways, you know, I was here. Um, I had a great time. The fight was amazing. The people, the atmosphere. This is the problem, okay? I know everybody wants to fight. The MGM was fighting Vegas. But nothing is like when you fight in somewhere like Wembley Stadium, the O2 Arena, somewhere big, when these big giant venues overseas. It's amazing. They put on a show. They 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 appreciate the spectacle and the, and the atmosphere of what boxing brings. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that can be compared to this. I mean, UFC did it in Australia a few times. But, uh, you know, when they fight in, in places like a big giant arena, it's just something crazy. But as I digress, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the main event. So we got AJ, Anthony Joshua, the unified heavyweight champion against Alexander Usyk. Okay, Alexander Usyk, he's the ex-undisputed 
cruiserweight champion, trying to make history like Evander Holyfield to be undisputed at cruiserweight and become unified and later become undisputed champion at heavyweight. You know, it's a hard thing to do. To cruiserweight, you know, it's, it's lesser weight. Heavyweight's a step above. But anyways, how'd the fight go? Let's look at it. Let's look at the stats here. So Joshua, bigger dude, 6'6", six, six, arm reach about 82 inches, kind of like myself. You got Usyk, who's 6'3", arm reaches at 78 inches. So he's a smaller guy. I mean, you're saying smaller, but man, 6'3", that's, that's, that's a big dude to walk around. He's walking around about 220-ish. Uh, Joshua, I think he's around like 240-ish. So he's giving about 20 pounds in weight. But uh, the, this is the problem with Joshua, okay? We all know uh, when he made his American uh, professional debut, um, fighting for the first time in America, uh, he did it once amateur. But when he fought Andy Ruiz in, um, in Madison Square Garden, we all know he got knocked down four times and knocked out. Rock-a-bye, go to sleep, you know? In the rematch, when he fought uh, Ruiz, Ruiz admitted he only trained twice a week. He came in doughy. He couldn't cut off the ring from Joshua. In that fight, Joshua outboxed him, but Joshua was still on his back pedal. He was running a little bit. But Andrew Reese, he was too fat, too lazy, didn't take a serious, lost the belts. But anyways, keep that in mind. So when Joshua fights somebody with power and that can is a good boxer, has good hands, he's not so good. He's been cracked before. Dillian White cracked him before. Uh, Klitschko uh, sent him to the canvas, you know. So Joshua, my main issue with this guy, he does not like getting hit. You know, he's he. I'm not gonna say he's a pretty boy, but he's a pretty boy. Okay, he he does not like getting hit. Okay, he rather if he can if he can knock you out early, he's gonna do it. If he can't knock you out early, if his game plan doesn't work, he folds. So what happened? Uzik is a great fighter. Both of them are Olympic gold medalists. You know, uh, they won the same year. Usyk is a little older at age 34, but Usyk outboxed him. The first three rounds, Usyk was was tagging him left and right. Now, the, now Joshua did come back from rounds like, uh, what was it, four to six, four to seven-ish? Uh, I, give, I give those to Joshua. He came back. He showed uh, some heart. After that, it was a seesaw battle. And I swear, I think it was round nine when Usyk hit him with an overhand left. I mean, he, he knocked the fish and chips out of him. I mean, it was almost tea time. He, he, he was wobbling, you know what I'm saying? He did the, he did the British stinky leg. But this is the issue. You're 6'6". Six, six. You got longer reach. Why are you crouching down to box this man shorter than you? Why aren't you imposing your will? That's something what Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder would do if they fought somebody smaller than them. They're not going to sit there, crouch down, and try to get to their level and, and outbox them or, or, or avoid their overhand because you don't want your head up in the air and you don't want to go to sleep because you're scared of getting hit. I mean, this, this, is, this is ridiculous. And then in round 12, round 11 and 12, Usyk took over. I mean, he was whooping his ass. I mean, it was bad. And then they rang the bell five seconds early at the end of round 12 when Usyk was teeing off on his ass. He almost knocked that curl out of his head. I mean, he has like a little small, some little, I don't know, S curl, whatever it is. I don't know, he would, would put the mayonnaise in there, whatever. <laughs> Gay! But, you know, he almost, he almost knocked him out. And then at the end of the round, end of the fight, Joshua leaped over uh, on, the, on his stool looking like he just ran a marathon or something. It was ridiculous. He, he got outclassed and outworked, and now we have a new unified champion, okay? Usyk has all but one major belt at heavyweight. His plan already is he wants the winner of the fight between Wilder and Fury, which happens next week. I'm still waiting on my tickets and my itinerary, uh, so get on whoever you need to get on and, uh, you know what I'm saying, send it out to me, Omar. But anyways, he wants, to, he wants that belt. He wants that WBC belt. 
he wants to be undisputed, meaning he has all the belts. Okay, that's something Joshua could have done, but he was too busy flaking, uh, lowballing Deontay Wilder for a potential uh, match against him. So now that Joshua lost, he's already mentioned, oh, I'd, I'd fight Wilder. I don't mind. I'd fight him. Oh, so now you want to fight him, but before you didn't want to fight him. See, I see how that stuff works. You know what I'm saying? Back then, they they was what's what's the what's the Mike Jones term? I forgot. It was a terrible song, anyways. But uh, that's the thing. Oh yeah, back then they didn't know me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. They boom. There you go. Put that sound bite in there. Hope you don't get sued. Mike Jones, Ice Age. So Joshua now has two losses. They already said they want an immediate rematch with Usyk. Usyk doesn't want to waste time. He's like, I'm not trying to waste time. I want to fight again by the end of the year. I don't know if they're going to be able to fight at the end of the year because for the looks of things, Eddie Hearn, who's Joshua's promoter, he already said, it looks like Joshua might have a broken eye socket. That orbital socket might be broken. That's why I doesn't take too many punches from, uh, from that Ukrainian sledgehammer. I mean, his nickname's The Cat. Usyk was all over the place. He was bouncing around, you know, in uh, South America. We used to call him Elgato when we were down there. You want to play this? Okay. I'll play with you. That's another story. But uh, yeah, Usyk, he's a new champ. He trains with uh, Lomachenko, high-tech, high-tech Lomachenko. Lomo, he trains with his dad, you know, so he has great boxing skills. Joshua's not a better box. He's already said they fight again. It's going, to get, it's going to be even worse. So if they do a rematch, he wants it to be immediately. But if, you, if Joshua's orbital socket is broken, he might have to just to hush the commissions up, take uh, one of the um, mandatories, which is uh, Joe Joyce, another uh, uh, British fighter. He's, he's not bad, but he'll get, he'll get worked. Um, so he might have to do that in the time being because we got the big fight next week on October 9th. Between uh, Fury and Wilder, part three. I'm, I can't wait for that fight. I, I, that is, I honestly, I think, you know what? Y'all going to have to wait. The club, but he's not going to give his prediction just yet. But um, he want, I would say by spring next year, we will have an undisputed heavyweight bout and see who is the top dog at heavyweight. After five, six years of BSing, ever since Klitschko lost the belts to Fury, we don't know who the real champion is, okay? In my mind, Fury has always been the real champion until uh, he got popped for, uh, you know, PEDs and then went crazy and whatnot. You know, everyone likes to use mental health as an excuse for some things when you get in trouble. But, you know, it is what it is. That's another story, neither here nor there. But uh, in my mind, Fury is the the undisputed champion, but he doesn't have all the bells because, uh, you know, he got had that issue. But, um, you know, we need to see who is the top dog at heavyweight. You know, um, speaking of undisputed, I'm going to touch on this real quick. Omar, I'm going to need you to make a call to uh, Caleb Plant and give this man a handshake, okay? I am so happy he called out Canelo Alvarez's team. They done had four fighters get in trouble, including Canelo, for having illegal substances in their body, all right? Nobody wants to talk about that. You know, his team, like I said, they're cheaters, but they got caught cheating more than once. More than twice, four times. Hey, what happened? Toasty! Caleb Plant called that stuff out, and then you got freaking Canelo Alvarez getting mad at him saying he's a motherfucker when you say the same thing to Demetrius Boo Boo Andre, Andre's dad, after you beat up Billy Joe Saunders after the press conference. So you could say motherfucker, 
but if someone says motherfucker to you, it's a problem. Who the hell cares? Cut the bullshit, Canelo. I respect you. You're, you are the top dog in boxing. You are the draw. You are the man. But I'm not going to kiss your ass and act like your shit don't stink, okay? Let's be clear. It doesn't work two ways, all right? I'm happy Kato Pant called his ass out. They want to do the VADA testing. Canelo, Canelo, the Charlo brothers, all those guys, they don't want to fight in Vegas because of the strict testing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, clean up the sport. So take the test. You know, do the little VADA, 12-week test, whatever it is, what they have to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't get mad just because he calls your ass out and you want to push him at the press conference. And don't sleep. Canelo did tag him. His glasses did cut his cheek. Caleb Payne slapped him. Okay, that, 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 that slap connected. So let's be clear about that. I'm not sure Caleb Plant's going to win, but his style of fighting is the fighting that Canelo doesn't like. He doesn't like these tall, linky, uh, slick fighters. You know what I'm saying? I thought he lost to Laura. He lost, uh, I thought he lost the uh, the first Triple G fight. Um, judges have always been in Canelo's back pocket. I mean, even when he fought Mayweather, that was a split decision. I don't know how the hell do you give him more than two rounds in that whole fight. Say what? But, you know, it's what it is. I'm not taking away from him. He's a great boxer, but... They've done some things to kind of help him out. Like when uh, his mandatory was one of the Charlo brothers and then WBC get, uh, made him a franchise champion and he lost the belt. Makes absolutely no sense. What the hell is a franchise champion? That's, you know, you, I'm, I'm getting too much into it. I need to, ooh, let me calm down. Sorry, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still over here in England, okay? I got a tea time at 4 o'clock, so I got to roll here in a little bit. But um, back to Anthony Joshua. I personally think this guy, he is... On the outside looking in, when it comes to uh, heavyweights, he is now no longer part of the big three. Um, it's Usyk, Wilder, and Fury. Wilder or Fury, they'll take a punch from Usyk to get inside. They will they will impose their will. They will prove that they are, you know, Wilder 6'7". You got Fury who's 6'9". They are going to prove their height and get inside on the smaller Usyk. Joshua wants to duck down, duck down to his level and try to outbox him and afraid of getting hit. And then... And, uh, and on contrary to that, his ass got hit, and he almost went to sleep. He almost had a tea, early tea time. But um, yeah, man, I'm out here. Man. I'm about to, I'm about to roll. I gotta, uh, I gotta meet up with the queen. You know what I'm saying? I gotta talk about her race relations. But um, I hot you, man. It's your main man, Clubber D out. And uh, before I go, tell your mom I said what's up. Nope. No, I will not tell my mother. You said that, and you know, anyways, what she would say. She'd be like, "Hi, Poppy. Tell that hello." Uh, anyway, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I thought that was a thorough ass whooping by Usyk. I think Joshua has lost it since he got beat by Ruiz. You know, even though he came back, doesn't matter. Like he's just. I thought his confidence was shot from there, and, you know, he just hasn't looked the same ever since then. Usyk is the new heavyweight champ waiting on the winner of Wilder and Fury, who we will see tomorrow evening. That being said, let's go out live. Say what? Live to Clubber D, the Combat G, when we send him to Cleveland for the Tyron Woodley-Jake Paul fight. I already gave you my thoughts on that fight in the last episode, but these are his thoughts. Take it away, my brother. So the YouTube star has crossed over and has finally gotten to a real fight. Not a high-level boxer, but a retired MMA fighter. You know, he fought the legend Tyron Woodley, a uh, five-time UFC uh, welterweight champion, one of the best ever to do it at 170. How would that relate over to boxing? Jake Paul, he fought him. You know, it is what it is. Paul won, but... Willie had a good plan. Shocked me. I thought he was going to be gassed and get knocked out a little earlier. 
but he came in very conditioned. But the problem was he wasn't he wasn't swinging. He would not swing. I like dog. You don't knock the mayonnaise out of this dude's hair. Willie just wasn't swinging enough. Uh, I think it was the fifth round when he got Paul a little wobbly. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I mean Paul won. I'm not I'm not really impressed. I I thought he could pick Willie apart as long as he's been boxing. He's still you know throwing his power punches off his back foot. Willie's not following up with a hook. He's not he's not even barely jabbing. I mean. This was, it is what it is. It was a, basically a person who just started doing stand-up uh, boxing and someone who's been trained just a little, a step above a bit. He's still a beginner. I'm not going to say he's above a beginner. We're still a, still a beginner stage at, uh, you know, his stand-up. Jake Paul wasn't, wasn't awful, but uh, he, he wasn't very good looking. Uh, don't blow Paul's. <laughs> Gay! Wasn't, he, didn't, he didn't fight that well, you know, um, during a fight to where he can say you know he whooped Willie's ass or anything like that but I think it's more of Willie just he wasn't pulling the trigger I was happy that he was he was getting he was successful getting inside but he just wasn't doing anything when he got inside besides holding I mean he'd do one punch stalk him one punch stalk him I mean he wasn't really doing much and uh he looked a lot better than his last uh was it four MMA fights that he just looked terrible in but I would I watch this again probably I will say this Omar you flew me out you know, Cleveland, I thought Cleveland was a dusty city, but it's not that bad. You know, we got the downtown area. I was sitting next to Willie's uh, family and Dave Chappelle. Um, Chappelle owed me five dollars. He spit over my drink when he was trying to talk to Willie, but that's another story. We'll talk about that later. Uh, You're bullshitting. Uh, it is what it is. I'm about to fly back to my undisclosed location. All right, though, Clubber D is out. You know the combat G is in a place to be, and I was right next to Tyron Willie and Jake Paul's mommy. Damn, I'm good at this. Actually, I kind of fucking suck. You know, oh, I don't like to say nothing. You know it's your man, Clubber D, in the place to be. I, I want to touch on something real quick. So, September 11th, we were supposed to have a crossover event where MMA fighters were fighting, you know, a few boxers. You had Oscar De La Hoya, the golden boy, megastar, superstar in boxing, going to fight Vitor Belfort. Now, Vitor Belfort, a prodigy, was one of the best up-and-coming UFC fighters, champion in multiple divisions, a legend in the sport, okay, a legend. Now, when he came back to the UFC, when he was on TRT, he looked juiced and jacked and ready to go. You know, asked Michael Visping about that, knocked his ass out, and Luke Rockhold. But anyway, that's another story. So they were in a box on September 11th. On that undercard, you got two Hall of Fame UFC MMA fighters, and Tito, the Huntington Beach bad boy, Ortiz, and Anderson Spider Silva boxing. Anderson Spider Silva, this be his what third boxing? He, he boxed some some nobody back in the day, and then he boxed uh, another nobody, who they say that Chavez Jr. and beat him easily. So those two are going to box. Tito has no stand up, so he's he's going to lose that fight in boxing. But Oscar contracted COVID, so they had to take him out the main event. So now you got. 58-year-old Evander Holyfield, the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Can you hear me? He can hear me. Minus the piece missing from his ear. But anyways, I saw a video of Evander Holyfield just, he was, I guess he was just, just practicing, shadow boxing or whatever, and it looked awful. You suck, you jackass. He need to go sit down somewhere. There's no way they, I don't understand what commission is going to let this man box. At 58, he did not look good at all. I mean, I don't know if it's just a show. Maybe he was tired that day. 
but he looks all of 58. You know, he looks great. He looks in great shape, but his movement, the, the punches, I mean, it, it it looked like an older person fighting at the collection plate in church. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't want people to put, put enough money in there. He was fighting. Hey, put another dollar. I don't want to put another dollar. I'll put a dollar in there. But anyways, he looks awful. I'm, I hope this fight doesn't go through. I doubt I'll watch it. I don't even want tickets to it. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, I might stream it, but that's allegedly. Hold it right there, man. I'll be taking that. Ah! But I was going to uh, contact the office and have them send me the money and uh, you know, give me the tickets that they had out there, but I don't think I'm going to watch this one. I might report on it. Who knows? Uh, depending on how uh, how the reviews go and if uh, the alleged streaming service lets me watch it, I might check it out, but uh, I want to touch on that real quick. All right, I'm out like a high top fade. Wait, those are back in. A few moments later. Anything you can think of that's low budget, this is what this event is, okay? I'm not going to talk about the Vander Holyfield fight just yet. Let's start with David Hay have a glorified sparring session. Well, who cares? You've been gone for like four or five years. You look like Jim Jones. Go back to London, get some tea and crumpets, all right? Hey, what happened? Toasty! Anderson Spider Silver boxes Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz is one of the Hall of Fame UFC fighters, one of the first ground and pound people. And when he stood up to box, he looked like damn Smalls from damn uh, the Sandlot trying to fight. How do you throw punches that, that looping and wide to somebody? How did you ever fight but not know how to box? You suck, you jackass. Anderson, Anderson Silva hit him upside the head with a two with a one hitter quitter. Then, then followed it up. He fell down like a ton of bricks. I mean, he he looked awful. I mean, his head he looked he looked like that a, a baked potato, like a baked potato on shoulders. And when he hit it, I think a French fry popped out. He fell down. That fight lasted barely a round. I think it was like thirty seconds left in the first round. And they were t- doing two-minute rounds, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not hating that. But Tito Ortiz, you came out. You're throwing looping punches. You look dusty. I don't know why you even – did you even train? You came in five pounds over, overweight, okay? Embarrassing. And here we go. Vitor defeat on Belfort going against Hall of Famer, undisputed, not unified, undisputed cruiserweight and heavyweight boxing champion Evander Real Deal Holyfield. We all love him. Holyfield was the man. I mean, we if, if you had the game on Sega Genesis when his hairline was still halfway there, salute to you. But if you didn't, it was a fun game. That green guy was hard as hell to beat. Anyways, the man's 58 years old. Vitor's 44. He's older. But come on, bro. The, the, the fight lasts maybe half a round. You knew it was over when, 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 when Holyfield went to go throw a hook and did a windmill and fell over. Like, I, I felt the wind. I was in the front row. I felt the wind. I thought somebody farted. I was like, who was that? Is that you, girl? Like, some, I felt the wind from his windmill, and he toppled over through the ropes. I thought, I thought he was doing a suicide dive. Suicide dive. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was, I thought he was got dang on a, a Darby Allen AEW. He just jumped through the ropes. And by missing... Vitor, Vitor was like 10 feet away. He just whoop, whoosh, through the ropes, feet in the air, like he's Santa Claus going down a chimney. I don't know what, what was going on here. 
Hey, what happened? Toasty! Vitor does another flurry. They stop the fight. He barely even hits him. He knocks him down one time on a flash, flash little knockdown. I don't want to call it a flash. I think it was just his feet got tipped over. But it, man, 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 Omar, this is embarrassing. I feel sorry for people that bought this. If you illegally downloaded or streamed it, allegedly, kudos to you. Hold it right there, man. I'll be taking that. Ah! You might you might have to pay back the Wi-Fi or, or uh, bandwidth that you use just to watch this nonsense if you did that. If you order this, you need a refund. At least get uh, three things off the dollar menu for free. This is this was ridiculous. Fifty cent. I mean, what is this? What what is uh, you know what? I can't. It's your main man, Club D. I'm I'm not happy to be in a place to be. And your mom doesn't even know me on this one. I'm out, man. See ya. Woo! And he was really mad about Miami, huh? Jeez. Well, that's why we sent him down there on the Ball and Buds podcast budget because uh, I didn't want to go. I didn't even watch it on TV, to be honest with you. I didn't even I didn't even stream that shit illegally. Not that I do that anyways, and not that we endorse that here at the Ball and Buds podcast. But anyways, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. I didn't watch it, but he seems a little upset, so we might have to make that up to him and get him some good seats for the Fury Wilder fight. We might have to splurge, get him third row maybe <laughs> maybe fourth row i don't know speaking of it is time for what you all have been waiting for yes tyson fury versus deontay wilder and clubber d's prediction who 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 will he choose we are waiting with baited Yes, it's minted, baited breath, my friend. Take it away. All right, though. Everybody wants to know what is Clubber D's pick? Who is Clubber D gonna pick? Who does the Combat G think will win the rubber match between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder? Who's gonna win? Before I give my prediction, Let's see what led up to this. So we all know about the first fight. It was a draw. Me personally, I thought Wilder should have won. That count was kind of slow. I'm not even going to say kind of slow. The count was slow. And um, when Fury when Fury, sorry, Fury got floored, he got up, damn near won that round. If Wilder didn't knock him down, Fury would have won that fight. It was still close. I mean, it was a draw. Some people say Fury won, but because of that devastating knockout, some people gave it to Wilder, gave him the edge. Either way, it was a draw, so I built it to the second fight. Second fight, I mean, Fury switched his whole camp up, started training with Kronk Boxing, with, with, with Sugar Hill, legendary uh, trainer who took over for Emmanuel Stewart, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Number number legends and, 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 hard, and hard hitters came out of Kronk uh, Boxing up there in Detroit. But uh, guy with Sugar Hill changed his whole game plan, knocked Wilder's ass out. Now, Wilder had some, you know, couple of excuses. He said his first it was um, his suit was too heavy, but no one asked you to, to dress up like a Negro Power Ranger. Ah! After 10,000 years, I'm free! It's time to conquer 
another team of teenagers with attitudes. you to look like an extra from Game of Thrones. You chose to look like that, so don't don't blame the suit. That was on you, buddy. So first said it was a suit. It was actually 20, 40 pounds and a long walk. Look here. You ain't demolition. You're not Legion of Doom. Okay? If, if it was that bad, you know, maybe you should have jogged to the ring or ran like he was Ultimate Warrior to the ring. I don't know, but don't blame. Don't make excuses. Now, he fired Mark Breland, his corner man, saying he thought he sabotaged him, and uh, he did complain about the water and he was seeing double. And it is a small conspiracy going on right now because post-fight, Fury refuses to take a sip of the water that, that, that they get. Ooh, if I could speak. Fury refused to take a sip of the water that they gave him. Say that ten times. So, you know, I'm not really making excuses. Fury came in with a great game plan. came in heavier, pressed to action. He is the best... And now with Olozander Usyk, I'd say eh, he is the best boxer at heavyweight. Olozander Usyk, he might be a little better pure boxer, but Fury just whooped his ass. It was bad. And he really made him look like the black olive oil. Like, he, he's just, Wilder didn't look prepared in the second fight. Now, here we go, third fight. Fury tried to skip him, go straight to Anthony Joshua so we can get it undisputed. You know, it was in the clause that, Water got a rematch. There was going to be a rubber match. Fury didn't want to wait. Tried to uh, breach contract. Go ahead and fight uh, Joshua. They already had a date. They want to fight at Wembley. But there's an issue with that because Tyson Fury does not have a license to fight in the UK. His has been suspended since he beat Klitschko. Okay? He tested positive for PEDs, for PEDs. You know, he hasn't. He doesn't have a license in, in the UK. Now, he can always get reinstated. He can call the Queen. He can call Idris Elba. He can call Paddington the Bear, maybe even Danger Mouse. Somebody, maybe one of the Spicers, maybe they can help him out. I mean, you know, they could try to get that license back. I know Austin Powers was helping, trying to help him out with that, but, you know, I don't know what happened. But um, he can't fight in the U.K. right now. It hasn't for years. And he doesn't want them to go through an investigation because the farmer that he bought the lamb meat from, the contaminated lamb meat, called out the Canelo Alvarez Special. <laughs> denying any any meat sold to Tyson Fury's camp. So that's a story by itself. Regardless, he can't fight in the UK. The fight with Josh was never going to happen. He still had to fight Wilder. So here we are. They were, they were, supposed, they were supposed to already fight, I believe, in uh, July. I was ready. I was ready to fly out there. You know what I'm saying? I was going to be in Vegas. But um, Fury had caught COVID. And that's where the question marks come out of nowhere. After he catches COVID... First, it was six of his training partners. But then you see Josh, uh, Joseph Parker and his uh, physical, his uh, his trainer, strength and conditioning trainer, at a UFC fight. So why aren't they quarantined? And then you find out that another fighter tested positive, but he's out and about. And then you see Tyson Fury himself taking pictures with fans and Maseratis and Bentleys and, and stuff like that all over Vegas. So why isn't he quarantining? I mean, was this Terrafimo Lopez, the heavyweight, heavyweight, uh, Heavyweight version. I mean, if you're supposed to be quarantined, you're supposed to be quarantined, you know. And also, Bob Aaron was like, he got one shot. No, he got two shots. Man, cut the cut the bullshit. Cut it. Stop it. Stop it. 
your daddy, your dad said it. You didn't train that well. You look sloppy. You look doughy. I mean, the man's six nine. He's talking about being over three hundred pounds when he fights Wilder. I mean, picture Wayne Tisdale's body looking like Danny Ferry, but what can box? That's Tyson Fury. But um, if he's coming in that heavy and he didn't train well, that's on him. If you've just been paying attention for the last few few months, Wilder has been taking this fight serious. You know, he's linked up with Malik Scott, who's a ex-boxer, a very good trainer, and Wilder is showing basic skill and some. You know, you're, you're seeing him use a jab. You're seeing him slip. You're seeing him move, move side to side, uh, use his feet. You know what I'm saying? Things you tr- traditionally don't see from Wilder because, you know, he has dynamite in that right hand, and he basically looks like, you know, a linky flavor flay. You know what I'm saying? You would think that's a skeleton wrapped in electrical tape. You know what I'm saying? But he has power. He, his, his, he, it's like a whip the way he, he brings that right hand around. And once he, once he touches your jaw, that's rock a bye. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a stoppage. It's a knockout. Like you're out. You're asleep. You know what I'm saying? You're sold and left your body. You, you up there, you know. You, you, you want to wear my wings at? I thought I was about to float. But no, Wilder will knock you out. You will see Tweety Bird. No joke. And that's the thing. My, my only concern is Malik Scott's been putting great work with Wilder. You know, he's training hard. He, you look at his IG. It's not like his last fight with, with uh, Fury. You see him training. You don't see his girl around. You know what I'm saying? May have been focused on something else, but whatever. He's focused on fighting. And you're seeing him use basic skills because when Wilder gets in that ring, he's a little like his name he's wild you know what i'm saying so i i, I think that's gonna be the difference in this fight um he's benching they show him benching 315 uh again it look kind of suspect those weights but hey i'm not judging him for him he did it you know um so i think wilder with him taking this fight so serious you know it's it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for fury it's not gonna be so easy and fury i don't think he's really felt that power uh the way other fighters have uh, that fought wilder you know and it's the heavyweight division you know you, if you're a big dude, you can oppose your will, and that's what Fury wants to do. Um, you know, you can compare it to like UFC when Brock Lesnar, the UFC heavyweight limit is 265, so Brock naturally walks around at 280, 290. He'll slim down, he'll cut weight to 265 just to wear weigh-ins, and then balloon back up, kind of like uh, uh, rest in peace of Toro Gotti. He used to do that for his fights. You know, he used to come in really, really, really heavy the day of the fight, like sometimes 15, 20 pounds over, and. You know, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a heavyweight, say, in the UFC, and I'm fighting Brock Lesnar, I walk around, uh, you know, 220, 225, depending on whose mom you ask. Uh, Lesnar might come in at 280, 290 day of the fight. Come on. That's, I mean, he has – the person can have skill, but if you're naturally a bigger dude, it's harder to get that dude up off you. Pause. But you know what I'm saying. So the fight's postponed, and here we are. Finally, I done brought it full circle. We're here. We're about a week away. Who's going to win? Who does Clubber D, the Combat G, in the place to be podcasting from the closet of your mommy's house? Clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. Uh, I got Wilder. Round four, knockout. Okay? Go on FanDuel. Who else we got there? We got the win. We got MGM. bet. We got a, a, a DraftKings. Go ahead and make that bet. I get 10%. Wilder, round four, knockout. All right? And if I'm wrong, don't at me. I am the after-the-fact king. Yes, I'll say it again. After-the-fact king, which means if I predict 
something to happen before it happens. Oh, I'm I'm talking shit. I'm yeah, no cap. No, 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 yeah, okay. Anyways, but if what I say is wrong, after the fact, I'm gonna change it up and say it was, I didn't do my research. I didn't do my Googles, as Fred Joe Starr said on a Breakfast Club when he was going at Charlemagne. You know, I, I didn't do my research. No, I didn't. I didn't do my Googles. I didn't do my Googles. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. That's if I'm wrong, but I'm usually not wrong. Ask your mom because your dad ain't caught me yet. But anyways, we really need to talk about what's going on going on over there in London because. The queen hit me up the other day. She was pissed. Pissed. You know, one, I missed the tea time, but she's mad that Joshua, you know, all the belts are gone. She's mad at Joshua. Alexander Usyk, he didn't took those belts for the Ukraine. You know, he's, he's chilling with, with Lomachenko. They're drinking potato vodka or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Him and, him and the Klitschko's, they just hanging out, having fun, having a ball. So the belts are gone, and, uh, you know, AJ, I mean, Anthony Joshua, he's light, but he's not light enough. You know, if you ask Meghan Markle, there is a color thing over there. They like it until, you know, you become one of those people. And then, you know, you outside of Buckingham Palace doing a lawn and stuff. But before he was inside doing tea time, having tea and crumpets. But now his ass outside uh, polishing uh, Big Ben or something. Say what? He's got any issues, any issues. Holler at Omar from Ball and Buds, okay? I'll be there front row. I'll be out there in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I got I got a I got a couple people I got to see out there. You know, uh, Wayne Newton hit me up. He said he wants me to sing with him. Um, Tony Bennett, he might fly me out there. Also, I think he's gonna be there in attendance. You know what I'm saying? Madonna, Britney Spears, I might I might come out there. You know what I'm saying? I might I might come on stage with them. You never know. Uh, why you always lying? Uh, but we're gonna be out there. Wilder, round four, knockout. I said it, and if I'm wrong. I'm the after-the-fact king, so I will change my shit after if I'm wrong. So, hey, Omar, uh, sidebar, um, just a question. Last time I was in Vegas, there's no Zimas in my room. I don't know who you need to talk to, but I need my Zimas. The moms love them. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast. With Omar's epilogue. Get the f out of here! Woo! Episode number 27 in the books. We are halfway through October. Y'all, the year has gone so fast since 2020 moved so slow. Now 2021 is just blazing by. It's almost Thanksgiving. Uh, anyways, I don't know what's going on. I know I'm going home for Thanksgiving, so everybody back in the DMV. Be waiting for your boy, because I will be back to visit, I believe, from the 18th until the 28th or something like that. But anyways, be prepared to party. <laughs> and yes, so we want to thank Clubber D, the Combat G, our Combat Sports Insider, for another amazing funny ass episode he will always crack us up and i know y'all laugh so much i'd be getting everybody hitting me up in the comments and messages dms everything just about how much they love clubber d and how they be cracking up in his episodes so i would go back and listen to the previous ones because even though they're about old fights you will still crack up it's so funny that being said thank you to him for all this wonderful content we will always continue to send him live because the Ball and Buds podcast will be there live for all the big fights. Say what? That being said, what's my prediction? You know, honestly, I'm kind of torn. I 
think Fury's going to win, uh, but I'm picking Wilder just because I think maybe Fury has kind of lost the motivation a little bit. And on the other hand, Wilder's pretty determined after the past two fights. So I just think that that's going to be the, the turning deciding factor. But Fury's the better boxer, and I think he's, he could just do the same thing as last fight and win again. So I'm really torn, but I'm going to follow my combat sports insider, Clubber D, the combat G, and I am going to take Deontay Wilder, KO, knockout in the sixth round, my friends. And then the week after that, I will be having my Major League Baseball insider, Mike Weeby, back on the program, and we will be talking a review of the Major League Baseball season and a postseason World Series preview. So be looking out for that next week. And before I bid you adieu, I will leave you with some of the funny Clubberty outtakes. Talk to you next week. Love you. Enjoy, my friends. Peace. You know, oh, I don't have to say it, but you already know what you mean, man. Clubberty in a place to be. If you don't ask me, let me start that over. Yo, what up, oh? Oh, stop the, stop the music. Stop the music, okay? We're we going to hop right to it, okay? Oh, why you got me down here? You know, let me stop. Let me let me slow down. Let me stop, okay? I'm down in Florida. Just got done with the thriller fiasco crap. When the Vander Holyfield, I never seen a spinning, uh, a standing up spinning. Sp- uh, stop, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. All right, stop the phone. Ah! Detour again, detour again. It's your main man, Clubber D, the combat G, in the place to be in Miami, in Florida. Because, you know, I'm not only the, the combat, like I got called that a c- c- combat G, I'm the red carpet G. And if you don't believe me, you know who you got. You know who you got. And get ready for the next big fight, which I believe is going to be Anthony Joshua against Usyk. Um, that's on the 25th of September. You're going to fly me out to London. I'm trying to go out there to that soccer stadium where they're fighting at. You know what I'm saying? I like some fish and chips, some, some, some uh, I mean, how like the queen. That's why they're so racist. You know what I'm saying? As always, I'm going to sign out for a hot second. I got to go cool off. You know, I'm still waiting on those Zimas. I had got some Mike's Star Lemonade and put some uh, Starburst in there. It didn't taste that good, but it's nothing like Jolly Ranchers and Zima. You know, I want to keep it spicy. But uh, I'm out here, oh. I'll get back at you. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Please make sure to share as well on all your social media. We love your support here at the Ball and Buds Podcast. We hope you have an amazing week. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Be kind to each other. And spread love the Omar way. Holla. Five thousand.